You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 440, the All Dev M episode. And welcome to episode 440 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Hockey Dad Lad. Ooh, yep. go hockey. Well, go to... sports, move the thing. <laughs> it's the sports ball. Um, took the little girl to uh, to the Guelph Storm game tonight because she and her second grade choir uh, were singing the national anthem. So, oh goodness! Did they have to skate out to do that? No, they rolled out a little carpet for them to stand on because uh, because sending second graders <laughs> on ice would be just too humorous, right? Oh, I was wondering, I was wondering how it was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> they get to that second A in O Canada and they'd fall on their asses. Ah! Seriously, because my kid cannot stand still. You know, so she would have got out there and just been like, whoop, boom. And uh, yep. and it was one of those things where it's the last game of the season. So they had awards and speeches and whatnot. You know, they had the, uh, I guess, the GM of the team is leaving. So they had a thing for him. Uh-huh. And they had a thing for the goalie who this is his last season there and blah, blah, blah. And so I was thinking like. He's off to go find his, his teeth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get all that fixed, and and now I had all sorts of theories about how where 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 they all need padding and that sort of thing. So uh, she enjoyed it, and usually she makes it to the end of the first period and she's done. This time around, she made it about halfway through the second, and then she was like, "Daddy, when can we go home?" And I was okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, we're you know, good. We, we'd had a little bit of excitement right in front of us because we had we had great seats. We were just three rows back, and mm-hmm. uh, a couple of. Uh, you know, a couple of goals to tie up the game. Um, um, in the, you know, in, in, within a couple of minutes, and so a bit of excitement, and then I think that was it for her. And she's like, eh, "Okay, and we're done snacks, and my slushies finished. I'm out." <laughs> the slushies. Oh all yeah, the slushies, Jolly Rancher slushies. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. It's that sounds like that sounds awful. Actually, the thought of it is yeah. But, but she was all about it, so. No, thank you. No, no, no. no. And how about yourself, <sighs> sir? Uh, I am fine. I am daring well, and I think this weekend I am get some stuff done, kid. Oh yeah. Um, I was. Uh, <laughs> I had to go to work on Saturday, which is not usually what state employees do, but I had to get caught up, and I still need to get more caught up. But I figure five hours in the office on Saturday is plenty. And I came back home, uh, did a few loads of laundry because I wasn't home last weekend. I had to catch up on that. I still have laundry to fluff and fold when we get done with this recording. But getting the house more uh, back to where it should be. It's been a bit of a wreck lately. So I think we're coming out of the winter doldrums down here and uh, trying to get back into the swing of things. Oh, yes. So, yeah. And seven days on the diet. Sweet. I'm not oh, yeah. allowed to weigh myself until uh, we're done, so I'll let you guys know. Um, but uh, I feel thinner. I'll tell you that right now. I feel thinner. <laughs> I don't know if I am, but I feel it. So we'll see. We'll see. Wow! If you'd run, oh, that, 
out. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was gonna. I was if gonna, I'd run up, what? <laughs> uh, I, was, I was. No, I was gonna make. I was gonna make a, a crack about Stephen King's uh, book Thinner, but then I just. Oh. Uh, I thought better of it. Oh, uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 Don't eat the pie. Think better of things. Don't, don't eat the know. pie. No, pie is a lie, just like the cake. Just much just like the cake. Yes. Much like the cake. <laughs> the, the pie is a lie. <laughs> Desserts basically are bad. Stop. Stay away from them. I'm having a sweet potato. Sweet potato is now my dessert. Nice. That's my dessert. See, I I'm not have sweet potato all day long. So I'm not yay. much of a dessert guy, so to me that sounds pretty damn good. I, I love sweet potatoes, especially a little hot sauce. I, I on have them. a sweet too. Yeah. Well, I, I have uh, this with cinnamon and uh, ghee because I can't have butter, but I can have ghee because ghee is clarified butter. Oh, I. Okay. Yeah, there are sugars in in dairy. Yes, uh, yes, lactose, lots of them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is as this is as unsugary dairy as you can get is clarified butter. So I have it with that. Yeah. So as this is as we discussed with the uh, with the dentist the other day because uh, you know she was asking you know does uh, like you know what does Ella usually drink you know milk juice and we're like no never juice and uh, you know like she drinks milk or water. And that is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is all. And they're like, I'm do- yeah, tons, I'm of, doing tons tea of sugar and, and milk, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tea yeah. and coffee. That's what I'm drinking with uh, almond milk or cashew milk. Mm-hmm. Yay! I like the almond yeah. milk. And yeah. I have to say, I think I think I may have discovered that I might be lactose intolerant. My oh, digestive yeah. tract seems to have figured things out, and it's like, wow, I'm not having some distress that I was having before. Hmm. Well, that's maybe there's a nice. thing here. Well, yes. we'll see. We'll see what happens when I when I go have a cheeseburger and a slice of cheesecake. If 24 <laughs> hours later, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's a thing now, you know, because I've taken a lot of stuff out of my diet. So, and welcome to gastrointestinal uh, podcast. Hey, take a drink. <laughs> I can't drink anything for another. 28 days, not 28 days, but like 22 days or so. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm on. I've got 30 days on this. Oh, so. see, okay, we are. What? Uh, oh, we are on this uh, ridiculous. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Well, okay. So Ella at school, they had this live free day, right? Free? Oh my God! No. Anarchy. Live no, 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 no. Hey. Live free, as in, uh, uh, as in, give <laughs> something up, basically. And oh. that doesn't we, sound free. We had somehow conflated this. She's like, "Yeah, there's something we're supposed to give out, uh, give up for a week or something," and we're like, "Oh no!" Well, that's what we thought, right? So we're like, "Oh, oh okay. no, that's because you know the, the great, great the you know the friggin' heathen family uh, catches you know a little piece of information and thinks it's one thing and it's the other." Um, <laughs> it turns out they had to give up something for one day. We were okay. like, "Oh yeah, no." So what? We'll give up going. To, we'll give up uh, going to Tim Hortons for um, you know for a, um, until Easter. Okay. And and so yeah, no Tim Hortons, no Starbucks, none it's of that lengthy. stuff. Yeah. So so we're thinking like that's what we've got to do, right? And then and then yeah, we no. find out no, they were just giving <laughs> they were just giving something up for one day. Mm-hmm. And what was the, what was the purpose of that? Just 
Uh, to do it? It's just a thing they do at the school. And it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's the idea of thinking of being able to give up things, you know, be, be uh, yeah. not, not being too attached to... Uh, to, to you know, and and also thinking of the fact that other people do not have these these luxuries have that these we have, yeah. yeah. And I, so, um, I get that. That's kind of cool. Yeah. So, and again, you know, this is very much a first world problem. But we're like, okay, we made this commitment <laughs> to the kid that we were going to give this up. Uh, and we can't so, go to Starbucks. Damn it! And so, so yet, well, yesterday, um, and so I had decided at some point last week I was off with with Ella for March break. And uh, I had decided at some point there, it's like, okay, so we're staying away from corporate coffee places. <laughs> because and Ella interpreted that as any coffee place, right? Well, no, it was just like, oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, so we went because one of the days we went to um, there's a there's a nice uh, a nice local cafe that we went to, and we sat there and we had we had uh, you know a, a little a light lunch and uh, and played a game. Um, uh-huh. before we went to see Lego Batman. Okay. Which, have you seen it? I have not. It's I need to get to a theater. Awesome. You're going to love it. Am um, I going to pee? Am I many, going to pee till I many, cry? Many, many times. You're going to pee till you cry? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You're going to laugh oh, no, till you pee till you cry. I pee! No! <laughs> And so, uh, so we went to this place, and I was like, I, I deem this to be acceptable, because you know, like enough. And uh, and so then, uh, and so Jan's giving me grief about it. And then yesterday we were out, and the place where the, um, we were at a, a, a thing at the university, and they had coffee, but they didn't have tea. Oh. And so she's like, mm, "There's there's a coffee place down down the end of the street, isn't there?" And it's like, "Oh, but uh, you know, I thought we were." Uh, <laughs> And she's like, all right, all right, I'm over it. <laughs> so we have given uh-huh. up the corporate coffee places, uh, but we are uh, we are willing to use it as a as an example to set an example for supporting local business. That's fair. Supporting the people yeah, in your community. I think so. I think it's uh, I think that's a valuable lesson too. That's doing a good thing. And it's, it's doing a good thing. Yeah. And it's an excellent loophole through this ridiculous thing that we've decided we were going to do. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, this ridiculous thing that was a commitment to our child, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> so so there we have it. In, indeed, indeed. So so there we have it. Um, moving into other stuff. Legion News? I got nothing. Yeah, there's not a lot out there. I haven't, I haven't seen any uh, any sort of current newsy stuff. People threatening once again that Rebirth is going to have something to do with Legion. Yay. Believe it when I see it. I'll believe it when I see yeah, you know, bread, when we, when breadcrumbs. We, yeah, when we see the... Uh, when we, it's all when, breadcrumbs at this well, point. Yeah, when we see solicits, that'll be awesome. I know that we're seeing some stuff happen in story in a few places, and that's great. It's like they're treating the entire Legion like the Sensor Girl story. Like there's... Ooh, there's... <laughs> ooh. What does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> it's so true. Y'all figure it out. Saturn girl's really Jackie, and she's in Arkham Asylum, and no one knows why. What? And she's gonna she's gonna take off her illusion. It's gonna be Karate Kid. Oh. And then yeah. at the end of the story, Karate Kid's gonna face the viewer, take off his mask, and it's gonna be Ambush Bug. Wah! Gotcha. No, I don't know. Because <laughs> that's another way for Giffen to kill Karate Kid is by making don't him. Don't you be know? An ambush bug. <laughs> wow. 
you know what, Paul? You know what? You know what we're going to do, Paul? Here's what we're going to do. <laughs> I haven't done Didio's voice in a while. I need to go back to a con and listen to him so I can <laughs> ramp that back up again. Absolutely. Absolutely. I need to do that. Oh, we're heading into con. I was just going to say, how many days until... Uh... How many days? Until I ride the dragon? Until the... <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> it's, it's like 160-ish, 165-ish to ride nice. con, I believe. So I see 2 e is next month, right? April. I, I believe so, yeah. They first. just they just had like a mini fan expo over over this past weekend. Uh, I was ah. unable I was unable to go. We had other stuff going on. And, yeah. um, you know... Like, we, well, we have the, the the college royal thing at the university. It's a big tradition for our family. You know, we take we've gotcha. been t- we've been taking Ella to it since since she was born, basically. Uh-huh. And uh, a- yeah, that that that's a tradition. Um, so yeah, um, uh, so yeah, we we were unable to go, but uh, but a bunch of our friends did go, um, and uh, 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 Paul Riches and. Uh, um and also Scott Hollows and uh, a bunch of other bunch, bunch of other uh Toronto podcasting folks including Groot those who know him know what i mean mm-hmm. and Groot. uh yes yes he is uh, a, a crazy quebecer uh who, uh, uh, is, who he a, is he a tall tree of a man is he, he was he was doing he was doing the i am Groot thing years before there was a movie <laughs> gotcha he is dedicated to his craft. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and he and his son, his son Kevin is um is a, a a big comics collector, and um he he's he's you know he used to be around on the uh, on the Comic Geek Speak forums as well as uh oh. as the eleven o'clock forums, and uh, and so um yeah so so those guys all came down, but uh, as I say, I'm gonna wait till the summer, and I do want to go, mm-hmm. I do definitely want to go because. Uh, it's a fun group, and uh, and I might and it might be an opportunity for me act to actually see the elusive monkey man, and uh, oh my god, he is so elusive! I thought the scroll took him hostage. What's going on with him? Oh, I think that Nothing? did happen. Anything? I oh, think that's see. exactly what happened. Uh, god that's damn not squirrel. good. Um. Anyway, and so I was gonna mm. check. I was really just kind of stalling for time there, so I could check the um. Uh-oh. To see who was there. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I saw the little. I saw the <laughs> yeah. little. The, I, I I saw the number of bars drop. Um. Anyway, so um, there were people there. I'm sure. Uh, actually, it's it. You know, the for example, this this sort of mid uh, mid sort of midterm uh, convention that they do is is where a few several years ago that's where um. Scott and uh, Scott and Murray and I were able to interview Barry Kitson, and uh, so it's a small, much smaller show. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but and uh, you know they kind of put it in the one section of the basement of the of the convention hall. Um, but mm-hmm. it's a great retail show. Like just this is where where well, sweet. We, this is where every issue that I bought, uh, Scott was able to find it three dollars cheaper right after I'd paid for it. Um, Bastard. <laughs> that's why we love him. He's like, yeah, look what I bought for five cents. Yeah. Yeah. Fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Son of a So So there we go. All right. So we're gonna get into uh Well, we do have one comic book news item. 
Oh. We should talk about and that's Bernie uh, Wrightson. Bernie Wrightson, yes. Passed away from a long-standing battle with brain cancer. Um, and he, he drew a whole bunch of cool horror mm-hmm. stuff in the 70s and an ongoing co-creator of Swamp, Swamp Thing. Thing. I wanted to bring, and I wanted to bring this up because Len Wein, the other co-creator of Swamp Thing, he's not been doing too well either. He's, um, he's he had, had a rough go. Great, so, and uh, he could use your good thoughts and everything. So yeah, pour one out for Bernie and, and send some good healing vibes over to Len because Indeed. comics legends, people, comics legends. Absolutely. And, and you know, um, uh, Grant, Grant Mame, uh, Mame, Mame. You know, I don't know how to, I should learn how to pronounce his name. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a local guy here. Yeah. He used to draw, yes, sure. he, he used to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He drew the issue where Rick Flagg died. Um, he, uh, he also, um, he also drew, um, and, and actually plotted, uh, the legend of the shield from impact comics and, uh, fantastic artist. And, uh, as I say, a, a local guy here and, um, uh, he posted a, a, a tribute to, to Bernie on, on Facebook today with, with one of the, uh, uh, images from his, uh, Frankenstein comic. And that Bernie writes in Frankenstein stuff is frigging mm-hmm. gorgeous. Oh my god! Yeah. Just the the detail the detail the guy puts into his line work is is just staggering, and um, you know, and he he kind of he kind of went you know he he was like yeah it's the guy who created Swamp Thing but he went he went kind of deep cuts with his tribute to him and it was uh, there's some beautiful stuff. Um, our friend Buzz also. Um, um, posted uh, a, a, a remembrance of him today uh, about how uh, he met uh, Bernie at the, one of the first conf- uh, Comic Cons that he uh, was a, pr- a pro at. And wow. um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, big bucket of win for, for Bernie Wrightson. The, the man uh, was, a, was a, true, a true and outrageous talent. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. So here's to you, sir. Indeed. And Len, get better. We're thinking about you. Yes. Um, I um, I so I guess let let's just before we get into the issues. Uh, yeah, we're doing we, two, folks. Yeah, because we're kind of wrapping Woo! up. We're kind of wrapping up tales. Like that. This is the la- the end of tales. Yep, it is the end of tales. Yes, uh, tales. We shall miss ye. Um. And we're going to figure out what we're going to do next. And Darren and I were discussing this before the show, which you might hear after the show, depending on how. (laughs) Depends on Paul's mood. (laughs) Depending on how fiddly I'm feeling um, at the end of it all. Um, And. Fiddle dee dee, sir. Fiddle dee dee. (laughs) Yes. And uh, so one of the things that we were thinking was, uh, you know, because there's been a few people who've had different ideas of what they'd like us to tackle next. And so we were thinking we might put it out for a vote. And um, yep, we're gonna do these two, and then we're gonna go back and pick up those three issues that um, the, we missed. Yes, the bridge, the and, uh, the after after uh, Prophet and Omen, and then the Baxter. Yeah, uh, we need to pick those three issues up. So we're gonna do those, and then we're gonna do whatever you guys decide we're gonna do next. Yeah. Ooh. Will it be five years later? Will it be? Reboot? Will it be something that isn't either of those things? 
<laughs> maybe, I, I, I think we need to put the Archies on the list. Uh, oh, I the Archies will definitely be on the list because we haven't so. we haven't touched that stuff save for the first issue. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's a blind spot for both of us. So I think it it's, is. You it know, is. it'll be like reading a whole new series, honestly. Yeah. Right. And so anyway, so uh, we'll we'll see which. Uh, We'll see where we end up that way. All right. Um, so, but but so there's a, a, a well, not new character. I mean, we've talked. I think we talked about him before when he showed up in Adventure Comics. But you know, I figure a little detail couldn't hurt. Fair and enough. I'm speaking detail of, away. I'm speaking, of course, of one Dev M. Um. Well, so what? What can be said about Dev M? <laughs> uh, he is. He started off as a villain because yeah. he came to Earth um, and and caused no 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 end of heinousness for Superboy. Was he before Monel or after Monel? He was nineteen sixty one. Uh, June of 1961, and um, Monel. <laughs> As we check the internet webs here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm asking because the two characters are very similar in their origins set up, at least at the beginning in the stories. What you know is, hey, I was rocketed here by your dad. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, um so, so Monel was it, for each other. both uh, now both share uh, an artistic creator at least. Um, uh-huh. Monel was created by uh, Robert Bernstein and George Papp, while okay. uh, Dev M was created by um, Jerry Siegel and uh, oh. and George Papp. So okay. Superboy eighty nine June of nineteen sixty one. That is Monel. Okay. Um, and Dev M, and I had this up just a moment ago, but I, you know. Uh-huh. There we go. And uh, so June 61 for Monel, June 1961 for, uh, for Dev M. Wow. They appeared the same month. The um, same month. Yeah. So, yeah, it really is a, a chicken and egg conversation at this point, isn't it? Because they're both the same character on the surface. And to, to note, to, yeah, to note uh, two different writers, one, um, oh. one, one the, the same artist, but again, also the same editor. Meanwhile, Mark Weisinger? Yeah. Yeah, meanwhile, more, more Weisinger's like, yeah, whatever, kids will buy it, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's not like they read, they're not reading both books. They don't read it. Yeah, ah, so. out of my office. <laughs> um, so bring me a fifteen-year-old boy to yell at. Rawr! Yeah. So origin like or, originally he was a Kryptonian juvenile delinquent that attacked Superboy, and after being uh, thwarted by Superboy, he traveled to the 30th century, where he became an occasional ally of the Legion of Superheroes. Yeah, all uh, the thwarting. And um, and and I mean, we didn't see a lot of him. Like this is probably the most love he got. Yeah, like probably. the stuff we're gonna cover tonight is probably the most we saw of Dev M. Um, uh, we saw him, you know, in his first story, obviously yeah. back then. Yeah, and then he got sent to the 30th century. Ha. Um, 
He took the easy route, though, didn't he? Didn't he time travel? Yeah, it didn't. He take... didn't spend a thousand years in the Phantom Zone because Superboy's a dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Superdickery.com. So, Superdickery.com, kids. Um, so yeah, he doesn't have all the uh, mental flaws of Monel, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, exactly. Um, now a couple he has of other mental flaws, but we'll get to them. <laughs> well, and there's that. Yeah. Um, and then. Post crisis, they of course um, he could they, you know he can't have uh, anything that references Superman in the uh, well there were there were no, yeah. there were no more other Kryptonians too I mean at that point period period dead end was retconned out basically yeah wasn't he at that point well he became a Daxamite oh okay right well, and that's he, an he, showed up, he showed up he showed up in the um, Time and time again, uh, storyline in Superman, and that mm-hmm. crossed over into the Legion when when the moon was destroyed. And in ah, fact, gotcha. He was a part of that. Um, mm. So post Infinite Crisis, he was once again made a Kryptonian who was a criminal that had been sentenced to the Phantom Zone. Mm-hmm. And Phantom Zone, wait till you see. And just just wait till you see. Well, he was in Man of Steel, too. He was, played by Rivard Dufresne. Um, he was the uh, big hulking one who took the place of Non. Exactly. And the, the trio of Zod, Ursa, and Non, they changed that to uh, Zod. Um, what was her name? Was it Feora? Crap. Feora and uh, Dev M. Even though his name's never said, it's a credit in the credits. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it, uh, I'm just trying to see. I think it was Fedora. I think that's right. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. (laughs) God knows I'm not watching the movie to find out. Um, (laughs) not again. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll find out. Yeah. Fedora. Fedora Huell. Gal Gadot was actually offered the role originally, and uh, but she refused it because she was pregnant at the time. And so, being turning it down allowed her to uh, be cast as Wonder Woman. So there we go. So it worked out pretty well for her, didn't it? Um, oh, totally. Yeah. Did. All right. And so, um, <laughs> and so, so Devem, hmm, yes, Devem. Um, all right, so, so that that's it. Once, once upon a time, a Kryptonian, then less Kryptonian, more Daxamite, then Kryptonian again, and that's kind of where it ties into the Man of Steel thing. Um, so yes, so pre-crisis, uh, he is a juvenile delinquent. Took Jor-El's warnings of Krypton's impending doom seriously enough to place himself in suspended animation in an orbiting space capsule. And when the planet exploded, he went into space. Eventually, lands on Earth, imprisons Superboy in the Phantom Zone, assumes his identity, uh-huh. tries to destroy the Boy of Steel's reputation, and then frees Superboy and leaves the 20th century, going to the 30th century. Uh-huh. Well, ain't that a blip? Uh, nobody in Smallville believes Superboy's story of the imposter, so he has to use a cover story that he was acting under the influence of red kryptonite in order Red to kryptonite. Yes. Um, 
And so uh, Dev M returned in Adventure Comics 320 in May 64, so three years later, and it was there revealed that um, he had reformed and he had joined the Interstellar Counterintelligence Corps of the 30th century. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was reluctantly offered membership in the Legion, but he turned it down. Um, And despite his occasionally abrasive nature... Dev M aids the Legion on several of uh, several occasions, most notably Great Darkness Saga, because we did mm. see him there. But, yes, we did. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of we didn't see a lot of Dev M outside of those stories. Like I say, well, yeah, is, he was just there with the heroes of Lalor, the Subs, and the Wanderers, real quick, in and out. Oh yeah, so. yeah. So um, uh, post crisis, uh, pre zero hour, he um, it was of course changed. Um, and now that Superboy was the or Superman was the only survivor of Krypton, because um, he is. Yeah. What? In, in now this is here's what's interesting actually. There's a couple of things here. Um, in uh, Who's Who in the Legion, uh, which came out in April of 1988, so two years into uh, No More Superboy, um, his entry in the in in uh, Who's Who in the Legion states that he is David Emery, who was a resident of Titan. Yeah, who who used his mental powers to give himself Kryptonian style superpowers. This mm. or, and, and it says here this origin is never used in any actual comic story. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Dev M later appeared in the Time and Time Again storyline, in which the Man of Steel bounces between the 30th century and the 20th century. Uh, Superman encounters Devem, now portrayed as an insane Daxamite, mm. who is a full-grown adult whose powers rivaled Superman's. He tried to destroy the Earth's moon, but was challenged by the Legion. Uh, he made short work of Superman, Laurel Gand, and the rest of the Legion. And then he was seemingly stopped by shrinking Violet as she shrunk to a small size and entered his ear, scratching his insides. Uh, however, he soon in- initiates the Dominator's covert triple strike program, destroying the moon and causing massive damage to cities across the Earth. Uh. Uh, in the aftermath of Infinite Crisis, in which Connell died, a man going by the name Dev M is seen as part of a cult of Kryptonian worshippers in 52 issue number four. Uh, he is revealed to, be, to actually be a psych ward refugee named Derek Mathers who has a history of fraud. Then later, we had the, um, what was it, Last Sun storyline? Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, which was vaguely, vaguely. Uh, Jeff Johns uh, co-writing with Richard Donner and Adam Kubert uh, drawing, drawing the pictures. Um, and they presented a new version of Dev M. This Dev M was a renegade Kryptonian being held as a prisoner for murder and perversion. As with most Kryptonian prisoners, he's sentenced to the Phantom Zone, and he attacks Superman there, but is eventually taken down by Monel. Uh, it all comes full circle. So there you it go. It does, doesn't it? Sometimes it's a dark circle. Oh, <laughs> Very dark there? circle. Oh. I do see what you did there. Yes. So there we have it. Um, oh, and it is uh, there is the upcoming TV series Krypton. Dev M is uh, supposed to appear in that. Oh, okay. Well, that would make sense since Monel's, you know, Monel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is. Um, 
And Kryptonian is uh, Krypton. Kryptonian, Jesus. Uh, Krypton right. is being uh, developed by David Goyer. Oh, this should be good. Um, and Damien Kindler for the the Siffy Network. And, oh, uh, Siffy! I had a bad case of that once. No, oh, you gotta be careful. I had, I had to take yeah. penicillin and everything. Uh, according to IGN, uh, Krypton will follow Superman's grandfather, whose house of El was ostracized and shamed, as he fights to redeem his family's honor and save his beloved world from chaos. No, um, not ostracized and shamed. That's horrible. So far, um, cast in that are Cameron Cuff. At, as Segel, who is Superman's grandfather. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, quiet, uh, athletic, quietly confident, and in his 20s, as he's portrayed here. A younger version <laughs> of the grumpier character from the comics. Okay. Um, Georgina Campbell as Lyda Zod, a reluctant mm. cadet and warrior in the Kryptonian military in a clandestine forbidden relationship with Segel. Oh, hello. Um, yes, yes. Hello. Um, Chicka bow, Yeah, and, and Georgina Campbell was actually born in the same town as my mother. Oh, in, sweet. Uh, Maidstone, England. Um, Ian McElhaney as Valel, who is Seg's grandfather, who defied death by going to the Phantom Zone and is a staunch believer in uh, space exploration. Mm-hmm. Um, I defy you, Death. This is me defying you. Yeah, Bomb. he's pro- perhaps best known as uh, Baristan Selmy in Game of Thrones, or at least mm-hmm. recently. Um, and he was General Dodona in Rogue One. Um, it sounds like he's going to be the bad guy just because he's trying to stay alive. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Uh, Elliot Cowan as Daron Vex, who is the Chief Magistrate of Candor. And he mm. is charged with defending Krypton's oligarchy. Are we getting Nightwing and Flamebird? Because that would make me, you know, wouldn't, all kinds of happy. Wouldn't that be just the thing? Um, it would be the thing. I would be like, ooh, <laughs> happiness. Yay. Um, Anna Gumbo as Allura Zod. Oh. Uh, she is the primus of the Kryptonian military guild and the mother of Lyda, who is, of course, in the re- forbidden relationship with... Superman's grandfather uh, with Jor-El's grandfather or Superman's Oh, that doesn't sound good for anybody concerned right there. That sounds yeah. like a mess of trouble. And, and isn't it interesting that she also shares a first name with uh, Supergirl's mother? Um, mm. Radmus Hardiker as Kem, an engineer and Seg's best friend. Wallace Day as Nissa Vex, a junior magistrate and the daughter of Darren Vex. And Aaron Pierre as Dev M, a chiseled 20-something bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> played wait. by Zac Efron. Yeah, wait. Uh, I'm sorry. Is this supposed to be on the uh, on, on, Siffy, on the CW. or is it is also going to be on the, it's CW. on the CW? Yeah. yeah. Um, it is actually <laughs> actually Aaron Jordan Pierre, um, who is a professional footballer who plays for the Wycom Wanderers. Uh, Wanderers. Oh no! Not and a, that. And apparently, he's gotten into acting. What's his name again? This can't be right. What's his name though? Evan Jordan what? This can't be right. Are you reading fake news? I think I am. It is the enemy of the um, something or other. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so uh, production of On the Pilot was um, 
well, I don't know if it's even been filmed yet, so we shall see. But there has been an order for the series, so. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, so that is uh, sort of what we know so far about the show Krypton. Um, I got to say, I'm kind of indifferent to it. Mm. You know, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, it's kind of like, I, like I liked Gotham when it first started and I watched a bit of it and I dropped off uh-huh. very quickly. I think I got halfway through the first season and then I just kind of lost interest because if I'm going to watch Batman, I want to see freaking Batman. Ah, there you go. And, but if I'm going to, you know, you know, cause it got kind of twisted from what the original vision was. If it had, if it had stayed as Gotham central, which was the uh-huh. original thing it was it was going to be like the Gotham Central series. So what's it like being in the in the police department in Gotham City? But then they started making the villains a bigger part of it. Well, that's because they learned that the villains are entertaining. Well, and justifiably I mean, so because the guy that they have playing um playing Penguin is Oh, frick- he's he's pretty amazing. He's yeah. fantastic. With without a doubt, you know, the shining star of the series. And uh-huh. and so I, I I get that, um, but it's one of those things where they where they've started, uh, you know, they went so deep with it, you know. It sounded originally like it was gonna be there were gonna be a few characters peppered in, but then mm-hmm. everyone's showing up, and uh, I don't know. I I just yeah. I I kind of I, I, I just kind of lost interest, and well, uh, they and, they noticed the more of the Batman villains they put in there, the more people would tune in and and i think the other thing is about that paul is we have a lot of things to watch well that's it and 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 we didn't before so and it, it, it people is are in... having to choose what they're watching you are so <laughs> right gonna go to the wayside because the average person does not have 30 hours to watch tv in a week it, it's it's an absolute embarrassment of riches. You're you're totally it right. Totally and, is. And, and and so so uh, you know let's not uh, yeah I shouldn't look the gift horse in the mouth here. Um, you know. Well, I mean, if if it was bad and it was the only thing we had and we hadn't had anything for five years, we'd all be like, oh my god, did you see that? It was amazing. And and As quite honestly, had, you know, it's not bad at all. It's no, actually no, it's, it's actually really well done. I just you know I it. I just had to cut some stuff, you know, and it's just time, you know, it's just there, there are only so many hours in the day and, you know, and I find, you know, I'm like, and you're a busy professional dude with two girls and a wife and, you know, you can't sit and watch TV all the bloody time. You have other things to do as much as I try to. And (laughs) yeah, I know, but still, you know, this morning I was getting caught up on some stuff with with the girls and, uh, um, you know, we watched flash and then, um, and then I was catching up on on Legends because I'm like five behind on that. I'm about nine behind on Arrow. Even the stuff that I watch, I'm that far behind. Yeah. On. So so yeah, you know, I I think that that kind of went early on because I realized, okay, you've got twelve episodes sitting on the PVR that you haven't got to. You're not getting to yeah, this. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's time. And uh, and you know, and and what's going to happen is you're going to not you're going to end up not record getting a recording of something that you actually do watch. And again, first world problems. Mm-hmm. I I am lucky that these are the kinds of problems I've got. Um, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
that's all I got. I'm all, all caught up on uh, on on Flash and Supergirl right now, though, oh. which is exciting because this week is the uh, the musical episode. Ah, Music Meister with Darren Chris. Darren Chris, yeah, I believe. yeah. As, so yeah, my girls are gonna lose their minds over this. It's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so. gonna be I'm gonna be watching that one for sure. It will be out, out of context and continuity. I don't care. I'm gonna watch that one. I don't sure. think it'll matter much. I don't think it'll matter probably, much. Yeah, probably not. So, anyway. I hope they call it DC Comics Presents or something. That'd be fun. <laughs> you know, they they do a lot. They throw in so many little nods, little Easter um, eggs. Well, yeah. one of the episodes of um, um, uh, of uh, Legends. Uh, you know, I'm I'm just watching the one where they're back in uh, Washington's time. And it, it's a little bit that seems borrowed from, uh, what's it called? Uh, Time Masters. Ah. The whole, you know, mm. kill, kill Washington, replace him, you know, that whole idea. Um, yeah. But work. there's a there's there's one of one of the episodes that I have not got to yet is where they go back to King Arthur's time. And it is, and the, the, um, and the, and the episode is called Camelot, comma, 3000. Ah, like that's a fanboy nod because totally like, and, and, and what I love about it, it is not just a fanboy nod. It, that is a deep damn cut fanboy nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. 1984 or five. Was it? Yeah, it was yeah. the first maxi series. Mm, hey. Right. Because the first miniseries uh, that they did was uh, and and it, it was uh, World of World of Krypton. And then they did mm. Legend of the Batman. And the untold legend of the Batman story, which was yeah. Len Wein, as we earlier earlier discussed. Um And Secrets of the Legion was around that time too. And then right after did... it, yeah. Th- yeah. Those were like the first three miniseries around and around that time Marvel did the uh the Frank Miller Wolverine series. So um, you know, that that was kind of a, a, a time what they were they were trying different formats. Yep. And uh and and so yeah, the you know, Camelot 3000 was basically designed to be a series that took place 12 issues one year. It took them about two years to do, but. <laughs> yeah, totally. But you know what? They got it done. Yeah. It done. And, and I'm, and I, and I look at, uh, you know, I've got the, uh, the, the, the trade for that sitting on the, uh, I've got all the issues. And of course, as soon as I got the issues, they announced a trade for it. So, uh, so I got that. And, um, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's Brian Bollandar. Yeah. Like, there are not a lot of, 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 certainly in American comics, there are not a lot of Brian Bolland interiors. True. And, um, and they are all over the place here. And that is what it is. And, you know, I mean, yes, in 2080, you had a lot of Brian Bolland um, mm. interior work. But, you know, for, for m- many of us uh, who didn't read 2080, he, he was, he's a cover artist. A fantastic cover artist, one of one of the best. Well, see, I guess I got spoiled because my first comic there was Brian Bolland interior art, the uh, Batman versus Green Arrow Black Canary chapter in yes. JLA two hundred. That's right. Has about seven or eight pages of Brian Bolland art. Yeah. Seriously, if if you don't have JLA two hundred somewhere, I don't oh, know what's so wrong good. with you. And I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, the, n- not to not to the foment- absolute best classic satellite JLA story out there. Yeah, boom. Yeah, there. I without said a doubt. It. Without boom, a doubt, baby. JLA two thousand two hundred. Awesome. Avengers two hundred. Eh, less so. 
Um, less so. Much less so. Um, JLA versus Avengers, though. Holy mother of God. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Thank you, Kirk and George. Thank you. Anyway. With that. Now. We could be at a con with coffee. We're, we're, as long as it's approved by Ella. And just yes, yes. sitting there. Or, or, or after <laughs> Easter. <laughs> yeah, after Easter would be good. All right. So we're almost an hour in. We should probably get to these <laughs> issues. Oh, must me. <laughs> oh, my. All right. All right. It's Tales of the Legion of Superheroes number 324 and 325. We're going to do 324 first because that's how it makes sense. On the cover, we have uh, a cover by Jurgens and Ordway. And You've got uh, uh, Monel and Ultra Boy and White Witch beating up on some Dark Circle people. Something I want to Woo! point out. Uh, Ultra, Ultra Boy has the same crazy face that we saw <laughs> on last issue's uh, on last issue's Brainy face. Yeah, he's got that. Yeah. Um, but but this cover looks much better, and I'm not. Much better. I'm a I'm a big Carl Kiesel fan, so I'm totally not ragging on Carl. No. But I don't think so. Ordway over Jurgens is a really nice match. And it it's is. and it's interesting we've got Ordway and Jurgens who would of course uh later become the the big architects of Superman. Um leading right into actually that um that whole time and time again story. You know, uh, call, call me immature, Paul, but every time you say Jurgens I need hand lotion. So. <laughs> I know. Um he does draw a fine male figure, sir. No, um, no, I'm Jurgens. <laughs> I know. I hand know. lotion. I know. You I was, sick. I was, I was taking it in a different direction, you see. Boy, did you ever. Uh-huh. And wow. actually, it was um, it was me with the gay innuendo, so maybe. Seriously. I, I should still I, I take a drink. Caught, I, I was caught on a whale, so by that innuendo. I needed your fainting couch, didn't you? Um, I do. I do. But you know, we would see we would see Ordway over uh, Perez in um, in, in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths shortly after this, and you know because remember Ordway was mostly known as as an inker at this stage, and it yep. wasn't you know it was it wasn't really until um, was he doing All Star Squadron though at this point? He was, but he was mostly inking that. It was when he went on to. Um, Infinity Inc. that they switched them around, and he mm. penciled because Mike Macklem was was penciling and Ordway was inking him, and then they switched it around when they did uh, the first issues of Infinity Inc. and Ordway penciled and Macklem inked, ah. and um, and so he did that that first uh, that generation storyline in uh, in Infinity Inc. before Don Newton took over, then Todd McFarlane. Mm. Um, that makes who, sense. Who never did anything else ever again. Um, no, we, we don't speak of him. <laughs> Flash in the pan, sir. Flash in the pan. <laughs> and so, um, anyway, I just think that this this cover is is much stronger. Uh, it's more of an action cover. And, and so, I mean, you know, some of the issues we had were with the whole clutter of the cover. And this one, while there's a lot going on, um, it's still kind of a natural flow of action. And... Um, but yeah, you look at, at Jock's face, you can tell mm. that's Ordway. Yeah, you know he's he's very distinctive, and uh, and I mean that in a good way. But it, but interestingly, they would have some of their greatest success as writers 
um, on on Superman, um, and and it started out with Ordway writing and drawing um, Superman. They, like the he took over basic essentially he took over from uh, from Byrne because originally it was Wolfman with Ordway drawing on Adventures of Superman, and then when they did the shuffle after Byrne left. Um, Ordway went over to Superman writing and drawing and Jurgens was on lotion uh, was on yeah. Adventures of Superman writing and penciling and Art T. Bear was the was his inker and that was a beautiful that was a match made in heaven um, and then of course Brett Breeding came on as inker and that's what kind of led us into Death of Superman and uh, and Tom Grummet came on to uh um, to adv- uh, like they kind of did a switch around, so Jurgens took over Superman and Ordway took over uh-huh. Adventures of Superman, and both of them were basic were 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 writing the books instead. Or well, I guess uh, Jurgens was still penciling as well, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so two guys who would become, anyway two guys who would become uh, key parts of another Kryptonian's uh, adventures. Very true, very true. And we've got the little cutout, like you mentioned down below, with uh, plus Invisible Kid's first solo mission. Oh, yeah. Well, yippee skippy for him. Yeah. Yeah. Except for those other ones where he went into the place with the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Except for all those times when yeah. he was alone doing recon. Yeah, this is, this is his first one. <laughs> and really, I, I technically will tell you it's not really his first one. So I have issues with that. But we're going to open up. We have a nice splash page where the characters are surrounded by death and destruction, although you don't see any bodies. No. Give them that. It's, well, kind of, sort of. Oh, wait, there's one. There's one body down there, but uh, you can't really tell what happened to him, and I guess that's a good thing. Um, We have Ultra Boy, White Witch, Monel, and Gigi Kuzumano, and they are discussing what happened on this planet. This is... um, Amadus, fourth planet of the Sentry Alpha system, and due to close proximity to Dark Circle Alliance, it serves as fleet base for UP Armada, as well as refueling station for um, merchant vessels. All those yeah. nuclear vessels, you know. Nuclear vessels, uh, yes. Nuclear vessels, yes. Um, <laughs> and so they're like, it was horrible. Thousands of voices screaming in agony. Thousands of millions of people suddenly crying out and suddenly silenced. Anyway, um, and the parents are like, well, well, yeah, but you couldn't have done anything by yourself, Gigi. And they're trying to console her for uh, just calling her instead of actually getting involved in what went on here. And um, they're like, yeah, if you weren't alive to call us, you'd be dead and we wouldn't know about this. So, And she's like, but you don't understand. She's got a, she's got a case of angry woman, oh. uh, which is fine, which is fine to have because she's angry because of Sunboy. We'll get, we'll, you know, that yeah. whole Sunboy thing is still bubbling under the surface because um, apparently something went on in the Legion of Substitute special that gets addressed here. And this is why things happened the way they did, because it was supposed to be Siobhan here. Right. So, right. yeah. So um, Gigi is blaming Dev M. She knew it was him. It was only one attacker. Who else could have possibly done this? Except maybe Monel, who's actually right here. And um, White Witch does her uh, detect life, and she can't detect anything. She's like, okay, whoever did this was pretty thorough. And she's like, well, I told you it was Dev M. He's like, did you see his face? Well, no. Okay, then. And Monel's like, all right, let's start cleaning up. And he goes off and starts cleaning. 
and Ultra Boy joins him and is trying to console him, going, hey, you know, slow down. Um, I'm on your side. I'm as upset as you are about what Gigi said. I don't know why these guys suddenly care that much about Mon- uh, Dev M, but I get when Monel says it could have been another Daxamite controlled by Darkseid like Olvir. Yeah. This, this brings up a lot of issues with what happened during the Great Darkness Saga still. You know, it could have been Olvir or another Daxamite or someone else under someone else's control, you know. Yeah. So th- these boys are... Uh, blowing off the scene the best way they can by crunching up garbage um, of basically the colony as much as they possibly can. And Ultra was like, well, maybe we're all wrong. You, me, even Gigi. Maybe there's something we're missing here. I got to give him props. Ultra Boy's thinking. Which is not generally his forte. Mm-hmm. See how, how he soft-pedaled that? But, but But I think what it is is He's trying to calm down Monel, who's who's gotten very um, aggressive about whatever's going on here. Yeah, yeah. And so he's he's having to like, hey Monel, chill, dude. Just just chill pill time, chill pill time. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's what's going on with that. And um, they're dumping the trash into a volcano, like you do, because there's no ocean nearby. Ha ha. Oh damn. Me- meanwhile, back. Uh, well, if Aquaman was here, he would have something to say about that. <laughs> He's not on this planet. Now, is he? No, sir. And um, Gigi is monitoring the uh, fleet's um, basically communications and discovers that they are under attack. And so Gigi's yelling, Monel, he must be able to to hear me. And uh, I know it's that horrid Kryptonian white witch. She's just just turned 180 complete. I hate Dev M. Wow. That's racist. it's close to it. Yeah. Someone called Debron. Um, <laughs> so Ultra Boy and Monel head out and they, they scoop up the white witch and um, <laughs> poor white witch. She's, she's lovely, but she's slow. Oh, um, she can't do super speed. No, she should teleport that crap and be there before the boys get there just to show their asses up. But anyway, um, they they scoop her up and they go after him. Meanwhile, back at Legion headquarters, Dawnstar is moping in her quarters about everything that happened in the Exile story. She's like, "I'm in love with Jodan. I thought coming back here would be a uh, a good thing. I'm back on active duty and it and and everything's fine. But oh no, I just can't go on. I've I've hurt Wildfire. Uh, and here comes Manhunter Laurel Kent. Yes, and she knocks on the door and Dawnstar yells, "Go away." She's like, hey, I I thought I was invited. Anyway, is that is that how you talk to your former roomie at the academy now that you're a hotshot legionnaire? P.S. It's been like a hundred issues since Dawnstar was inducted. So um Yeah. Yeah. This is this the context of this conversation is really still the like, newbie. Yeah. It's like Dawnstar's been around for a while now. We can we can stop with that. Um I know you had to do something to introduce Laurel Kent because everyone's like, who's this? girl wearing nothing but a poncho with an s on it but still <laughs> you know, we've, kinda... we've seen her we've seen her in recent years though we have and and we have yeah yeah but like you say every person's first issue is their first issue yeah so... oh absolutely absolutely but so um donnie's sitting here feeling sorry for herself for betraying her man who's not really a man but a bag of anti-energy and um, so Laurel says, let's go get some Kono juice, and I'll tell you about my secret plan to take over the entire world. 
no, she doesn't say that part, but yeah, they're <laughs> going to go get some cup juice. Meanwhile, back in the dark uh, circle space, we've got um, a dude in in uh, dark circle soldier gear using what appears to be heat vision to wreck some stuff. And that can't um, be good. That can't be good. And Monel and Ultra Boy are concentrating on the dude, while White Witch is concentrating on saving the innocents. What? Which, uh, well, she notices that the boys are like got got mad ons, and she's like, "But, but the people aren't they more important?" So we we see a difference in priority here between these three legionnaires, which um, I applaud the White Witch for saying that. It's like, but people dying, um, yeah. And so there there goes up a big fight, and uh, they they rescue one of the dudes, and um, one of the uh, Dark Circle soldiers hits Ultra Boy on the head with a space rock. He was using his. <laughs> Wait, instead wait, of his wait, vulnerability. What, and what was the difference? Um, hey, ow. now. Don't take it back. Don't take it back. You said it. Stop it. Um, and so Monel gets really mad. Monel. Monel and I'm mad. And so um, That's Mon-El what happens off. to Daxamites. Yeah, and so the, uh, the, <laughs> the Dark Circle soldier says, so you want to play too, Monel? Let's just see if you can keep up with me. And he's like, I don't know who you are, Mr but you'll have to fly to the other end of the Milky Way to lose me, and you had better pray I don't recognize you when I remove that mask from your face because the mask has lead polymers in it. So they tried looking oh, at who it was. They couldn't. Drink. And Ultra Boy was going to use his Penetravision, but he couldn't switch in time. Ah, that's a problem. Yeah. But I would like to point out the top panel on page nine. Notice artists everywhere. Monel wears blue shorts. FYI, when you're coloring him, it's not red under there. It yeah. is blue. Yeah. People uh, get that wrong all the time. It's blue. Stop I'm it. sorry. Underwear? Oh, look what you made oh, me say. Oh, under there. France. <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, the White Witch is like, Ultra Boy, are you recovered? And she's uh, doing her mystic mojo. It's like, yeah, I think so. He caught me off guard. Didn't expect that creep to be so strong. Well, if you thought he was Dev M. Yeah, right? You thought he was a Kryptonian. Uh, you go. There, we're back to Derpy. Sorry. We're back to Derpy. Yeah. Um, and White Witch says, then go catch up with Monel. My sorcery is enough to ensure these people's lives. And she's like, I'm on this. I got this. Go away. <laughs> and uh, Monel starts gaining on the dude. And the dude uses his heat vision to heat up another cruiser's um, photon torpedoes or something. And um, the ion engine will explode if he doesn't deal with it. And so he has to deal with it. Meanwhile, we get a really bizarre one-page diversion from all this with the new warden of Tacron Galtos and the Persuader. Yeah. This is the dumbest page ever. <laughs> and and I, That's saying I'm, something. I'm saying this because this never gets followed up on. Hmm. We, we, I, I think maybe this was setting up something with Persuader and Tacron Galtos. But then Crisis came along and Tacron Galtos went away. Yeah. And Persuader was uh, recruited by the, the Emerald Empress to be in the um, the new Fatal Five. So what is the... And I don't think we ever saw this uh, Warden again. Um, we saw Warden to Softwin. No. Yeah, I don't remember last, seeing this guy again. But, yeah. So eh, I'm going to skip it because really? Why does yeah. it matter? Um, going back to the dark circle stuff, 
and we're we're abbreviating tonight because we are doing two issues, guys. Yeah. So that there's for that. These are on Comicsology, so please go download them. Yeah, I mean um, we're we're, we're not we're not we're not here to that. we're not here to read them the comics. No, we're summarizing. I did that already today. Yeah, so. we're kind of doing a a a plot run through. Yeah, again. So the um, the three legionnaires are speeding off towards uh, the direction where the the bad dark circle soldier went off to, and Ultra Boy is like, "Well, don't you have any spells for tracking? I'd hate to lose them around here." And the witch says, "No, Ultra Boy, I prepare only what I intend to use, and I was in expecting to battle and save lives, not this." And Ultra Boy is like, "But how can any of us know for sure what to expect when we go on a mission? Ah, <sighs> maybe I'll understand your power someday." <laughs> They always have to put that limit on magic characters to say, well, if the magic character could do it, then why can't they just end the story now? Yeah, you know, so exactly, yeah. They've got to introduce that somehow. And then we get Legionnaires, you are trespassing in Dark Circle's face. And um, it's Devem's voice, and there's the dude. But um, there are uh, four other of them. So there's five Devems. And uh, two, of them, two of them grab Ultra Boy. It's like, ugh. A time to let my invulnerability take over, he says. Well, that's probably a good thing. <laughs> hey, DevM, why not come over here and join the fun? And one of the DevMs says, sure, Ultra Boy, but the White Witch is my first victim. What? And she uh, is not there anymore. She uses tri her tricks to make me chase phantoms. You will regret making me look like a fool. Oh, I doubt that. I seriously doubt that. <laughs> um, meanwhile, the, the DevMs are beating up Ultra Boy with three fists in the face. Yeah! In the face. And, and they, they squish him between two asteroids, which is just funny. Let's face it. If you're an Ultra Boy fan, you're not enjoying this moment when your boy's getting all beaten to heck. Um, and Monel grabs one of the one of the DevMs and puts him through a another asteroid. He's like, Justice will be served. No one can devastate a planet and walk away without punishment. And uh Monel grabs one of the hoods off the dude, puts his head into an asteroid, and um White Witch mesmerizes another one to make him basically completely not care what he's doing, just like herp a derp. Eventually, they get the hoods off of them, and they're all Devem. Mm. Uh-oh. There's a problem. Meanwhile, a ship comes up and says, the Dark Circle and Devem, the real Devem. Now I get it. Those others were all clones. But look at him. His pigment is green. They must have killed him with green kryptonite. And the Dark Circle ship says, Devem is not dead yet, Legionnaires, but he will be unless you surrender now. Damn. And we will take a quick break from that story for Paul to give you. Yes. A, a, the Invisible Kid story, because my French is so bad. I didn't feel like punishing you people on a Monday. So. Well, there you have it. There you have it. All right, so let's get into this. Okay. <clears throat> All right, so this one... Um, sorry, we should actually note that the, the last story was um, almost, oh, almost uh, the same bunch. Do. Almost yeah, the, the same. same bunch. It is the oh. same bunch, save for the penciler. Um, okay, so um, on the... First story, we had Paul Levitz doing the plot, Mindy Newell doing the the dialogue, um, Dan Jurgens penciling, and um, uh, Carl Kiesel inking. Bob LaPam was the letterer, and you know I gotta say I, I kind of dig this because Bob LaPam was also the letterer on the JL on the Justice League series, the Giffen Demetrius uh, run, and um, 
he's one of those guys who you look at his letters and 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 you can actually feel voice tone. You know, he he's just he's just really good at the way he the way he letters a page. You can kind of tell the voice that that's going on in it. And this and this was Bob LePan who did this. Yeah. And as I said, the uh, the Giffen Demetrius uh, Justice League, and uh, which had a lot of dialogue. And um, and you know he really kind of made it sing. Um, Carl Gafford's the color the colorist and Karen Berger the editor. So that's the for the first story. And in the second story, all those things are true except the penciler and the anchor. Uh, penciler is Ernie Cologne, who of course we've is no stranger to uh, Legion stories. We saw him on uh, Legionnaires Three. Uh, we've also seen his work. Of course, he was the guy who did the visuals for Amethyst. And Gary Martin is the inker. Okay, so we are at Global Products Plant 7 on the Ivory Coast of Africa, which is, of course, where Jacques is from. He says, I believe even my teammate, Brainiac 5, would be as impressed as I with this technical wizardry, Emil, mon ami. Uh, And he says, ah, Jacques, you are still the gallant one. I'm going to give him a regular voice. (laughs) Um, just just so y'all know the difference Uh, he says we both know cartoholography is a simple matter compared to the wonders you've seen as a legionnaire well there we have it yes Um, and Jacques says only to you my old my old ami my old ami (laughs) this this is a lot of yeah back and weird Mm. weird yeah back and forth no one would say that Um, he says but your message said there was trouble what is it you look well is uh, Marie he says no no Jacques everyone is fine just fine merci du and so I think that's supposed to be uh, oh no thank god okay that that works I don't know that yeah. that's I don't know that that's how people say that in French um, he says and global products c'est très prosperous doing marvelous he says then pourquoi pourquoi um, he says it Parska. is <laughs> yes, it is me, Jacques, or rather my mind. I am being driven mad. And he says, I am familiar with madness, Emil, because of my sister. I see no signs of insanity with you. He says, no, come, let me show you something. I have the finest workers and equipment here. We have made perfect maps of every planet in the United Planets, except for one. Or, or so? Orsd. 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 Ooh. I guess. O-R-S-T-E. Yeah, good grief. I like this profile of Jacques. It actually gives him a kind of a different look than what we're used to, uh, but, mm-hmm. I, but I like the look that they give. Sort of more of a lithe look uh, to his profile. Um, anyway. Um, and he says, but Emil, it is only one map. Perhaps your machinery has, uh, how you'll say, a glitch? He says, it has been six months, Jacques, with the same result. Toujours. Uh, um, he says, Imp- Im- imperfect reproductions or nothing at all. Watch. Siran, run the Orsd program. And he says, not me. Last time I ended up in the infirmary. He says, just do it. <laughs> he says, okay, you're the boss. Uh. And and Cam and and uh, this guy. It's oh, not sorry. Cam. No, He's a Durlin, but not Cam. All Durlins look alike to me, Darren. Oh, clang-a-lang-a-lang, bitches. 
Um, yes, you're right. It is a Durlin. Um, and he says, looks okay so far. And then there's a ka, as in kablam. He says, uh, oh. That's close enough. Take a drink. Kablam. Yeah. And, um. I'm guessing the Durlin was incinerated because he doesn't appear anywhere. Yeah, that was his last look. And, and, so, and the other guy says, uh, yeah, again, 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 and again. And, uh. And Jacques so is I guess we don't need to like, there. we don't need to call the cops for a murder in the lab. Yeah. Uh, he says, "What a mess, Emil. Are you hurt? Can you hear me?" He says, "I don't we... even care." The Durlins like whatever. Yeah, but you know that's how people are about Durlins. I know it's horrible. Yeah. This is horrible, horrible. I'm saying it's terrible. It's just terrible. And I say this not to not to diminish any any movements or anything, but Durland lives matter, people. Um, and he says, uh, We, Jack, uh, do not worry. I am fine. I have a favor to ask. He says, I uh, seem to be stuck. Perhaps you could pull me out. And <laughs> he says, You will think me crazy now, won't you, Jacques? Uh, he says, Mes um, alors, I understand. I am mad. For there can only be one answer to my problem. And uh, he says, I fear we are... Merci beaucoup, mon ami. Never did my terminals deserve uh, behave like that. I fear we have made them angry, Jacques. And he says, them? And he says, and he says come on, Emil. And he says, I'm a legionnaire, not an exorcist. And I am not comfortable with computers or mysteries. But for you, I will try again, Emil. And learn... All we can about Orist. Mm. This trouble cannot be a coincidence, eh? I would say no. No. <laughs> so we get back to Legion HQ and we see Violet kicking the uh, kicking a big old robot's ass. Uh, her reaction time is up thirty eight point seven six three percent. And uh, she says, "Don't quote me numbers. I'm not interested. Just fight." To which he says, "As you wish." Snick, 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 snick. <laughs> As you wish. And she shrinks down and says, pretty slick, fella, but first you have to catch me. Going down. And up. And she goes to full size and lays him out. And uh, and Jacques says, bravo, mademoiselle. Magnifique. She says, who? Oh, invisible kid. Well, who else in the Legion would say, mademoiselle and magnifique? Really? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wait, <saying. laughs> wait, tell That's us? That block you're looking at. Yeah. I know, right? Tell us? Come on. <laughs> um, that was amazing he says I am sorry if I started your shrinking valid but I did not mean to but I did not want to break your conversation and she says that's quite alright Jacques so what's up she says, obviously you've come looking for me we both know how out of place you are in here don't tell me you're running for leader too uh, Brainy was just in here a few minutes ago, an element lad, about an hour before that. Happens every year. Legionnaires turn into baby kissers, handshakers, and promises you and promise you anything com- competitions. It's true. Yeah. It's true. And he says, no, mademoiselle. I am not interested in being Legion leader. But if I have a problem, and I believe you will come to see your part in it, she says, okay, Jacques, shoot. As you know, I grew up in the Ivory Coast area of Africa. 
a beautiful country still, with miles of untouched wilderness, yet not without technology. And she goes, okay. Um, and he says, Global Products has many lands over the, plants all over the lands, but they do not disturb um, the peace of life there. Many of the, many of mes amis are employed by them, which brings me which brings me to my problem. Um, and uh, so we get back to the uh, the lab forty eight what forty eight hours later. Uh, he says, "I hope you know what you were doing, Jacques. Remember the last time on a mean." He says, "S'il vous plaît, Emil, sit down, but do not worry. It is necessary to run." the ORDS program again if we are to get rid of your terminal of your terminal of ghosts and uh, <laughs> then he goes invisible he says mon dieu he has gone and he says no Emil I am still here only invisible eh now stay very quiet and uh, ah voila and they say I wonder what's the matter Vino and he says something's disappearing <laughs> uh, lobby you fool let's go and um, he says, but Vino, do you not think, don't you think we go get caught out here like this? Someone could see us if they look carefully. We just have to chance it, you fool. The whole terminal was going, and I'm not sure why. See, nobody around. Stay low for a while, Lucy, uh, for a while, Luby. <laughs> Luby. <laughs> mm. And then uh, Invisible Kid uh, shows up there and says, how, lo how low is that, messieurs? And they say, uh-oh. Says you little men from Imhook. Uh, Imisk. Oh, from Imsk. Sorry, I'm just like this tiny page. Um, yeah. Uh, he <laughs> says, cause huge problems for mon ami Emil. Um, yeah, that should have been obvious to me. Um, he says, it is not enough that your terrorism uh, disturbs the peace of yours, of, of your home system. Just try and catch us, they say. We will shrink down until, hey, and he says, no, miss, no, messieurs, you will not. No, no. Um, and he sprays them, and uh, the, and uh, he's, they're like, he won't get away with this. Save, you know what happened? Where are we? And he says, inside some kind of vacuum cleaner, I think. Come on, we'll shrink down and slip between the molecules of the bag. And that's exactly what they had to do. Um, so he's carrying the, the bag. Um the Succalux 5000 will take care of these two. Yeah. And so it's, uh, uh, relax, <laughs> messieurs. The science police awaits. I am sure they will live to, uh, to know, or they will like to know that the uh, Imsk Rebellion has uh, spread to Orts, to your sister planet, and you will, and, and that you sabotage the cartoholography of that world so your secret bases would not be discovered. But I did figure it out on my own, didn't I? Ha <laughs> ha. Ha-ha! Indeed. Yeah. I still, I still have to wonder, just, why, why was the, the guy who blew up just completely unfollowed up on? Yeah. Uh, it's just, that's such a huge, I mean, show him, like, being taken to the infirmary or something, but, you know, come on, just don't obliterate someone's body and then not deal with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it does anyway. seem odd. And, you know, it's anyway. much like what you said about that Persuader page. You know, it, 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 yeah, it made no sense. Yeah, it, it goes nowhere, does nothing. Yep, goes where nowhere, does nothing. Woohoo! So we're going to uh, start with three twenty-five. Yeah, like 
right now and the cover is a great cover although i don't know who did it looking at up oh, there's jurgens and kiesel there we go who did it yep there we go and we have um a who's who on the cover practically it's um element lad Colossal Boy, Dream Girl, Sun Boy, Phantom Girl, Brainiac 5, Block, Timberwolf, White Witch, Lightning Lass. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Uh, Monel, Ultra Boy, Wildfire, and Donnie. That's who's on the cover, kids. And it's um, all over Element Lad's face, who's looking out towards the future, yada yada. Because this is the last news story in the Tales of the Legion series. Yeah. It's and, all reprints. And of course, uh the, the back the Baxter run has been going on for a while. Yeah, twelve issues. Yeah. So but the next issue this will be the they'll go back in time to do those one through twelve of the Baxter run. So That's right. So open up and it's Tales of the Legion of Superheroes five to the infinite power and there's Dev M hanging there in some kind of genetic gloop soup, I guess. Yeah. Looking looking very green. And we have Ultra Boy and um, Monel and White Witch. And Paul Levis did the plot. Mindy Newell did the dialogue. Dan Jurgens penciler, Carl Kiesel inker. Uh, Gaspar is the letterer. Carl mm-hmm. Gafford is the colorist. And Karen Berger is the editor. And Sorry, that would be that uh, Gaspar line. Saladino was the uh, – but he used to just sign as Gaspar. Gaspar. He was like Cher. Don't you know? Yeah. Everyone should be like Cher. Everyone, anyway, yes. But oh. like Devem's already dead. Oh no. Uh, where's the, where's Comet when you need him? We need What's him that? in this. Uh, oh. <laughs> and um Monel's like you cloned him and then got rid of the original? Only partially true, Ultra Boy. Devem's heart still beats and will continue to do so only if you give yourselves up. And White Witch is like, perhaps discretion is the better part of valor at the moment, Legionnaires? And Monel's like, no. I won't allow DevM to suffer anymore. He's been the plaything long enough. And by the Let's way, discretion, on. the better part of valor. Ha ha. That I would see what you did there. Yeah. Ha ha. That valor. would have, that would of course become the the name of the letters page in Valor's series was the letters page of Valor. <laughs> Indeed. And so Monel borrows a trick that they used last issue and grabs a rock and hunks it at a DevM clone. Uh, yeah, I wonder what they would have done if one of them wasn't a DevM clone since they're planning on all of them being DevM clones and the rock went through the dude. Yeah. Yeah, just saying. Mm. And so Ultra Boy's using his flash vision to get rid of the bonds around DevM. And they pull him out and then um, they the Dark Circle starts aiming a kryptonite ray at DevM and it goes kablast kaboom and um everyone should take a drink hang on let me let me do that for you i know it's not a kathoom but it's a ka dash sound effect and i'm like needing to drink water tonight because i'm reading the whole thing yay so they're like i can't feel a pulse meanwhile um ultra he leaves um ultra boy with DevM and monel goes over to the white witch and says white witch th- put yourself in my cape this is gonna be rough um Ultra Boy switched to invulnerability. I'll propel us. He's like, anytime you're ready. And so they go plaid to get away from the Dark Circle, who is firing on them. And the Dark Circle answers back to um, home. Is like, computer, send this dispatch. Prisoner escaped with Legionnaires. Reached light speed before able to enact destruct sequence. We have failed. Oh, no. We know that doesn't go well at home. Meanwhile, back at uh, Gigi's little headquarters here in the... Um, 
far reaches of outer space, we have um, someone calling me. I'm from Star Trek, Gigi. I can call you Gigi, can I? Of course I can. And this frequency is only for official use. What do you want? And who told you where to find me? Get off this band before I arrest you for interfering with science police business. We're willing to offer you a tidy sum for your story, in your own words, of course. But we will provide a ghostwriter, if necessary, of your rather sizzling romance with Sunboy. Listen, oh, I know. That, I know. Listen, I know that floppy you call a holozine. I wouldn't give it to my worst enemy, including Sunboy. Thanks, Gigi. That that tells me everything. I blip. Oh, great. Lost my temper. Only gave that cheap slime ammunition. Wait till Dirk sees our names linked in the scandal sheet. Dirk, I bet he put her up to this. Not content with having Zendak ship me to Bismol, were you? Can't let bygones be bygones, can you, Mr. Macho? She's basically just raving to herself. Oh, yeah. Still trying to even the score, huh? Well, just wait. All's fair and loving. Huh? Officer, we set up the meta assist immediately. And uh, we have the four Legionnaires, or the three Legionnaires and Dev M. It's like, stop staring, Kuzumano. This is an emergency. Your private little war with Sunboy can wait. I don't need any lip from you, Ultra Boy. Devem's a murderer and a traitor. After what he did to Amadeus, I'm in no rush to come to his rescue. You're condemning an innocent man, officer. There is more to this than you know. <laughs> Sorry. My white bitch <laughs> voice is not, not on point tonight. I sounded more like one of those boy characters from Winnie the Pooh than Glenda the Good Witch. Sorry, uh, y'all. It, it was more like a bit of Ed Wynn. Well, yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I was hearing after I did it. Like, <laughs> a little Mad Hattery. Oh, um, there's a distinct difference between Billy Burke and that voice. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, one would hope. <laughs> one would hope. One would hope. That's right. Besides, since when do you have a taste for vigilante justice, GG? Excuse me, you two. DevM's health needs restoring, and so Manel's working the the stuff as. DevM's lying there in his uh, little health goo bed. <laughs> Everything's gooey around DevM lately. Very I don't know gooey, why. yeah. You seem pretty sure of, your, of yourself with those settings, Mon. Have you been studying Kryptonian physiology with Dr. Gamil? Now, keep in mind, Monel is supposedly one of the foremost scientists of the Legion. That's right. Brainy, Sunboy, Dreamgirl, Monel. That's how that goes. One, two, three, four. Figure it and, out. People. And. Daxamites are noted for their medical, like physiological, mm-hmm. biological things. Which is why Mono was there when Brainy was going to operate on Daniel Focar. Exactly. Yeah, and no one cared about Sunboy because Sunboy's expertise is nuclear physics. Not helpful with a person. So there you go. And uh, Monel says, I'll let you in on one of the galaxy's hidden secrets, Joe. Kryptonians and Daxamites have the same genetic heritage. You and him related? Well, doesn't that make sense since um, they have the same powers? Eep. Meanwhile, White Witch says, we are all products of planetary seeding, officer. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's already starting, right? Yep. Now, Torians can trace their line back to the Sorcerer's World and even to Earth. Wow, so which one was the colony planet, Monel, Krypton or Daxum? Well, I suppose we could be accused of chauvinism, but I was taught in school that Daxum is the parent world. And Devin wakes up and like, Oh, no way, Monel. I'm not claiming you as my long-lost daddy. Yeah. Ram, what a headache. Feels like I've been splitting, too. 
And Miles says, would you care to try for five? Yeah. <laughs> now, yuck, now yuck. and what's interesting is this whole idea of the, you know, Krypton being related to Daxamites. Um, that would later get fleshed out when Monel was part of the Justice League um, in, um, what was it, the post-Final Crisis era. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. And uh, so that would get fleshed out a bit there. Um, but it still lives on. Uh, you know, they talk a lot about, the, the again, that sort of relationship between Daxamites and Kryptonians in, um, mm-hmm. uh, in, on Supergirl. Um, sure. In fact, they are part of the same star system in, the, in, uh, in Supergirl. Indeed. That was that same red sun uh, around which they Ah, uh, yes. was it now? Hmm. Tricky, tricky, mm-hmm. tricky, tricky. So back at Legion headquarters, we have Colossal Boy, and he is um, doing a uh, deadlift with a whole lot of weight. Like a whole lot of weight. Yeah. I'm like, how is that possible for a guy who's not using his powers right now to do that? But okay, sure. Why not? I'm, I'm thinking he would have busted something in his back. And... um. Sunboy comes in and says, what's the matter, Gim? You're not keeping you busy enough? We've got a mission, athlete. Click. Hey! And what was that crack about Yura? And Sunboy says, interesting woman, your wife. So many sides to her, if you get my drift. And and Colossal's like, Dirk, you treated a friend of mine pretty shabbily, so I helped her out. If you've got a gripe about what happened, put on some sweats and let's settle it here and now. I'm tired of the whole affair, and I do mean affair. Nah, too messy. Besides, you know me. I always make my move at just the right moment. Come on, let's go. I kind of see now, in that little exchange, where they were going with Sunboy in the five-year-laters of taking the easy way. Totally. Because Sunboy's kind of gotten creepier and creepier as we've moved on through this series. Yeah, it was kind of a thing where, where Levitz was kind of differentiating the characters, and this guy's this, that, and, you know, and so... Some boy became the womanizer, and yep. and then gradually became more and more of a dick. Yeah, he yeah. became a dick to everybody, not just yeah. one night stands. So, oh. it wasn't that surprising. No, it wasn't. Yeah. And in Metropolis, ten minutes later, and now Gigi realized it was it wasn't Devim's fault. How is he? Well, just about uh, back to his old self. Trouble is, there are still five of his old selves left in left with the dark circle there's no time to wait for you we're heading back now element lab we cannot maintain communications there's interference from a solar flare don't blame me sunboy says how come you're in such a good mood this isn't going to be easy oh i've got my reasons colossal boy (laughs) he's just being a dick now um and on the cruiser it's element lab phantom girl block sunboy and colossal boy and element lab says we'll rendezvous with you as soon as we can ultra boy be careful good luck Element Lab lost it. Well, team, let's get to the airlock and go after our Dark Circle friends. Gigi didn't seem happy to be left behind. Um, and Monel says, "Ah, oh, those two are made for each other, Ultra Boy. Both feisty, independent. That's why the sparks fly." Now I remember why I didn't join the Legion. DevM says, "Bunch of gossips. Get back to business." And I actually like this new outfit DevM's wearing. Okay, it's the black and brown. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a little more Kryptonian-ish. With the um, 
it's not the S symbol on his chest, but it's reminiscent of it. Yeah, well, just that V shape, and uh, and it is yeah. So wait, you said black brown? Yeah, it's blue, the black green. brown. Out- well, it's- this is blue green. His old outfit. Oh, the black sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Brown one or the orange and black one, whichever it yeah. is, really. Um, can you believe what I found out? A whole empire created by five beings, each infinitely cloning themselves. And those monsters wanted me for model number six. So now we know the secret of the dark circle. It's five dudes. Aha. Uh-huh. All cloning each other over and over and over again. Send in the clones. Copy of a copy ain't a good thing. There had to be clones. Um, and DevM says, even if I'm free, they, they have my cell tissue for replication. Just think a whole army of Kryptonians at their beck and call. And White Witch says, <laughs> we are aware of that, DevM, and I promise their cloning process will not continue. Oh, Witch has got a plan. Yeah, Dev, one for you is enough for the galaxy. Heads up, everyone. Asteroid straight ahead. Smash. Boom. And meanwhile, we get a, a two-page spread, which is kind of nice, of the Dark Circle. And we get the Dark Circle arguing amongst itself, and we actually see the five members of the Dark Circle. Yes. Um, we, we get the guy with the skull cap. We get the um, person with the white hair and the blue skin and the slight horns. We have um, the dude who looks kind of like Larflees, honestly. Yes. Uh, way before Larflees' time on tier. And then we get Cthulhu Man, who is kind of reminiscent of Dr. Zoidberg, but blue uh, from Futurama. <laughs> yes. And a very evil Dr. Zoidberg. Um, there Great you go. news, everybody. Good news, everyone. I'm going to be embalming myself. No. Um, and they're, they're yelling at each other. This is all your fault, Norak. I'm afraid I must agree with him, comrades. Yes, we miscalculated the plan was foolhardy from the beginning. Trying to use DevM to coerce the Legionnaires. You would not listen when he said they would never give in. I don't know why I'm giving them different accents. I don't know. I don't care. Huh. Um, and one of them, uh, the guy with the uh, gold um, crown mask, I guess you could say, over his head says, but where would any of you be without my genius? They're all talking about well, all the different things that their people have done for the culture of the Dark Circle. Whether I made a mistake or not, the Legionnaires will still not dare to topple us. Not while I hold the seed of Krypton. You. Mm. I hope it's in a vial. That's all I'm going to say. Meanwhile, uh, the Legionnaires... Wash your hands, sir. Uh, please, hands. please. The, the Legionnaires show up, and uh, Ultra Boy says, Thought you wouldn't mind a few gate crashers. You want to stop now, boys, or do it the hard way? Will you not... And White Witch <laughs> uses some gay slang in the reverse way, way before it was gay slang. Uh, will you not offer a lady a seat, gentlemen, or must I take one myself? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, if a gay person tells you to take a seat, in fact, take several seats, that means shut up and sit down and stop what you're doing. I thought she was going to give us a goodbye, Felicia. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Goodbye, Felicia. Patron saint of farewell, Saint Felicia. Oh. <laughs> And White Witch is, like, looking at the guy with the gold crown and so I know that man. And the man says, uh, thinks to himself, Misa, this never gets followed up on. Mm. Ever. And you know what? You know where he's he, he's a Sorcerer's World guy. Yeah, he has to be. I, I No, I, he looks like a Sorcerer's World guy that we used to see. Yep. But, yeah, um, never comes back to us. So yeah. Never comes back. Huh. And Misa doesn't mention it to anyone ever, so okay. 
And the Cthulhu Dark Circler says, you are only a minor annoyance legionnaires. Farewell. Uh, here's the bye, Felicia part. Bam! A big old uh, <laughs> door comes down. And um, they're like, a door's not going to stop us? Come on. And DevM says, wait, Monel, I heard duck. Kaboom! Take a drink. Yeah. And um, there was a, a bomb went off, apparently, and the legionnaires are still there. And we're not the only ones to survive that bomb. Ultra Boy, I need time to prepare my spell, please. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Ultra Boy says, watch. Uh, got you covered, White Witch. I'm ready for these creeps. Meanwhile, Monel's like, watch your back, Ultra Boy. Ooh, nice move, Monel. And he grabs two of the um, DevM uh, clones and pounds them into the wall. And um, you think the Legion Code of no killing applies to clones, too? <laughs> and Monel says they're still human ultimately they didn't ask to be created we've just got to stop them without destroying them I suppose you're right hey you okay okay George um, you clones even inherited DevM's bad manners and he protects the white witch from the Rhea uh, don't interrupt when someone's busy and white witch is like almost ready now and she lets go a spell and it whooshes through the room and it grabs all of the duplicates and uh M says, eh? Ah! No! Ah! And uh, Monel's like, DevM! And uh, <laughs> uh, DevM's down on the ground, and White Witch is like, the spell for reabsorption is very powerful. I am sorry for the pain, but it couldn't be helped. <laughs> you think maybe it could have been. Maybe she could give yeah. him a, a Tylenol or something before that. Yeah. A and DevM's like, whew, that's okay. I'm good. It's all right. I need to puke, but I'm okay. Because um, basically he just absorbed five other dudes in him. Yeah. And, and I would call <laughs> that Saturday. But, hey, now. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Meanwhile, back on uh, between us, SP headquarters on Earth and Gigi's headquarters, where she is in deep space. Okay, Chief Zendak, I'll admit that I was wrong about DevM turning traitor. It wasn't his fault the Dark Circle captured and cloned him for their purposes. Yep. But now I'm back to back babysitting his, oh, excuse me, his transmissions. You know very well I'm capable of more than that. And uh, Xanax like, calm down, Kuzumano. I understand your feelings of the matter. You're off my blacklist and can come back to your desk now. <laughs> I, but I offered you this mission to make up for the Bismol assignment. I thought you would find counterintelligence work stimulating after that little misadventure with the Substitute Legion. And knowing your proclivity towards the rough and ready type, I'd hoped you would find DevM equally stimulating to work with. What? Wow. Chief Zendek, I respectfully remind you that you are my professional colleague and superior, not my matchmaker. Over and out. Breep. And meanwhile, Gigi's like, the nerve of that man. I would be surprised if he put that gossip colonist to her little bag of tricks. Still, Devem's a little crude, but yeah. boy's got possibilities. Oh, really? Really, Gigi? Stand up for yourself, girl. Don't go there. Hmm. Somewhere within Dark Circle territory, there is a cruiser flying. It's like, are you sure there's nothing on the scanners? Definitely, the Legionnaires, if they survived, have not followed us. There would be no need for this concern if Norak had not let his ego control our destiny. I did not hear you, Raze. Your voice is pro in protest at the plan. Nor you, comrade. Only upon DevM's rescue by the Legion. Enough of this bickering. It is pointless. I have promised our alliance victory, and we shall have it. Remember, we still have the cells to replicate. Eh? And uh, Phantom Girl is now in the cruiser. I'm inside, Element Lad. It's them, all right. Come join the party, guys. Phantom Girl, quick, our weapons! We accept the invitation, Phantom Girl, and we're ready for some real action. Pardon me, mister, as Colossal Boy thwacks one of them. 
and there's all of them, and uh, it's some boy called Boy blocking Element Lad, and Element Lad's like, transmuting the ship's hull into oxygen sure saved wear and tear getting in here, but you folks will have to finish off the crew while I maintain the air bubble. You got it, leader. Besides, it's good exercise. Right, Colossal Boy? This, I work out harder on the balance beam, son boy. Meanwhile, um, Fangirl's like, I'm partial to the vault myself. Allez, youp, and she thwaps one of the Dark Circle dudes among the head. And Block's like, I believe I have accomplished my goal here, son boy, even though I have never had the desire to investigate my abilities in the gym. And some boy's like, that's okay, Block, you don't need to. You're already a massive solid muscle. Well, sort of. And they're like, okay, we're wrapping things up here. Yay. The Dark Circle ship is in tow, element lad, and our course is set. Authorities from the ICC and the SP will rendezvous with us on the prison planet. Tacron Galtos will prove to only be only a temporary stay for us legionnaires. Because there's something about this guy's voice, Jan. Yeah, pull back his calcloth, boy, let's see. On tier, you son of a... Save your indignation, legionnaire, you will need it. Perhaps we are yours now, but the Alliance will survive with our cell children. So, basically, on tier would have got away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. Very true. Very true he would have. Um, like, save your indignation, Legion. You will do it. You will need it. Perhaps we are yours now, but the Alliance will survive with our cell children. Eventually, Earth will be ours. That will be the day. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, um, the dude with the gold uh, crown, um, blah, they basically do pull a Hail Hydra, and they, they self-destruct each other. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I should also point out we have a house ad in there for the um the substitute uh heroes special mm. <clears throat> it's the one that has the cover of it with the memorandum from dick giordano yes um, going what yeah. why are we doing this to what? dick giordano from sales date <laughs> april 1st 1985 note the date um yep. re legion of substitute heroes special you really expect a memorandum you really expect us to get people to pay for this and yeah, so that yeah, we have them all going Hail Hydra. Mm-hmm. And then um they basically it's it's basically wrapped up. We get a page of where uh DevM debates leaving the ICC to join the SP to be with GG. Uh-huh. We get a uh cameo in the background of one of the panels here of Adam Strange and Alana, Omac yes. and yes. Dick Tracy, it looks like. Wow. So there, there's a lot going on in that one panel. Yeah. That one panel, they snuck in a whole bunch of, hey, we can draw these people here. It's fine. Interesting. And there may be more people there, too, but I, those are the ones I picked out. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. My head. Um, meanwhile, the last uh, few pages, because um, we know Paul is very fond of epilogues when he does a wrap-up. Yeah. Um, it's Black and White Witch, and they're discussing. It's kind of interesting how the tales kind of started with them in the backup, and now they're ending with them. That's kind of... I, I, oh, that's I, neat. I, I hadn't say, thought of that. I like yeah. that. It's kind of a nice book ending of, of tales there, where um, Block is um, trying to maintain the um, Legion records, of course, like he does. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, that's very sweet. Here, I will make something for you. It's a nice little cute little uh, glass menagerie thing. Don't don't shatter it. We'll have to have that whole play, and it's it's long and boring. Um, and they they uh, settle in since it's gonna it's been a long day. Why don't you um, watch with me going over um, old times? And the she's like, oh, I would love to. And he puts her arm his arm around her. Yeah, is as much of a romantic development as they ever really get. Here. Oh, absolutely. And if, it is of course what they're watching is the cover. 
the cover um, of the Baxter run, yeah. number one. Yep, so it kind of dovetails tails into that. So, yeah, end of the tales. Woo-hoo! But wait, the next morning, they have fallen asleep. I can't imagine that ever happens to people um, when they're, you know, <laughs> sitting up doing something. And um, some boys are, I knew it. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Imra and uh, Garth and Graham? Yes, because Garridan is... Uh, not there. Right, of course. Because... No Garrett and yet. We don't know about that yet. Yeah, exactly. And um so they've fallen asleep. But they're but they're, and it's still the same cover that's in front of them and uh and Garth says, But I don't understand how they could sleep with all the excitement that's coming up. And she says, That's right, but don't you think we should tell our readers? And Graham says, Goo. He says, Sure. Goo. Starting next month, Tales of Legion of Superheroes will be reprinting stories previously available to most of our readers. And wait till they see what's in store, a five-part saga where we battle the Legion of Supervillains. To which Graham says, teehee. Um, a spotlight on Lightning Lass, a new president for Earth, Legion, for Earth, Legion leader elections and resignations. And <laughs> Garth says, and don't forget the death of one of our teammates, Imra. Meanwhile, White... White Witch and Block still sleeping. Yep. And she says, I could never forget that, dear. And he says, all brought to you by Paul Levitz, Keith Giffen, Steve Lytle, and Larry Malstead. Special surprise guest artists, too. And she's, and Emma says, so be sure to join us in a time yet to come. And if you'd like to get Offset Editions hot off the press, fill out the subscription coupon below. And uh, Garth says, ensure your future with the Legion of Superheroes. Wow, is that lame. Um, well, that's interesting because Comicsology didn't scan that page in. Yeah, and I'm yeah. wondering if they didn't because it's an ad. Yeah, at that point. So well, that's and 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 at the bottom of the page is of course the um, the subscription slip um, yep. to to subscribe. So there you go. Um, subscribe now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm just looking here to see if there's any names we recognize. Ah, there's TM Maple. The late, of course, the great the TM, late, great TM Maple. Um, just talking when, a little when bit. When did? Well, uh, I'm assuming TM is a male. Am I right? Yeah. I never met or got that deep into, but I remember reading all of his letters. Yeah. Over, over again. So when did he pass away? Oh God, uh, it's got to be. Um, it's got to be like 20 years ago. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, because um, yeah, so I don't recognize any of the other names there, but uh, but yeah, I I I'm I'm fairly sure. Let's just check, shall we? Yes. Yeah, so TM of course stood for the Mad Maple because, like myself, a Canadian fella. His name was Jim Burke, a, ah. a Canadian who wrote more than three thousand letters to comic book letter columns between nineteen seventy seven and nineteen ninety four. Wow, um, and that was, of course, when he when he passed. Uh, he was uh, born in 1956, um, and mm. uh, his letters were quite popular among readers as well as editors. And he wrote prolifically to a diverse number of comic publishing companies and titles. Burke originally signed his letters as the Mad Maple, but to- Marvel Comics editor Tom DeFalco, who would later, of course, be one of the writers on Legion Lost, mm-hmm. 
abbreviated it to TM Maple to make it sound like a real name, thus circumventing a new policy at the company to stop printing letters submitted under pseudonyms. Ah. Uh, Burke took a liking to the new name and began using it exclusively, including variations like Theodore Maddox Maplehurst. Um, <laughs> nice. Until 1988, when in Scott McCloud's Zot number 21, he revealed his real name. At around the same name, at around the same time, he also revealed his real name in a letter to Action Comics Weekly number six hundred fifteen. Starting in nineteen eighty six, Burke wrote a, a column called "The Canuck Stops Here" in the fanzine. It's a fanzine uh, with <laughs> artist publisher uh, Alan Freeman. Burke co-created the superhero Captain Optimist and wrote five issues of the series. Some believe that the Simpsons character, the comic book guy, was based on Maple. Uh, Mac- I can totally see that. Now, hang on. Simpsons creator Matt Groening, however, has re- repeatedly stated that the comic book guy was based on every comic book store guy in America. Well, I can see that, too. So, there's that. Yeah. Um, after Burke died the of a heart attack. pseudonym ever. Indeed. After uh, Burke uh, died of a heart attack in 1994. Aww. Uh, he was eulogized in a number of yeah he was like forty four. Wow, he's younger than us. Forty eight. So oh, just so right older. around our age. Yeah. yeah. Um. So wait, fifty six. So in eighty six, he would have been thirty. Uh, died in ninety four. So yeah. Um. No, wait. Thirty. Uh, <sighs> math is hard. Thirty eight. That's wait. God damn it. Hang on, I'm going to get a calculator stupid, because... Stupid math after a couple of beers. Um, yeah. What was, his, what was his death date? 1994. What was his birth date? He was 38. Uh, his death date was 1994. Yeah, but his birth year... 56. Yeah, he was 38. Yeah. Confirmed, sir. I, I just wanted to make sure we, we had the facts, so yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he was young. He was young. Yeah. So, um... Uh, in tribute to Burke, the uh, St. Paul, Minnesota comic co- book convention, Falcon, holds all of its guest panel presentations in the TM Maple Editorium. Aw. Which is cool. That's sweet. That's um, very cool. In 2014, the Joe Schuster Awards, that's out our way, uh, that's uh, run by the folks who do Fan Expo, actually. Well, it's kind of separate from that, but it's around the same time. Um, and a lot of the same people. Uh, the, so the Joe Schuster Awards inaugurated the TM Maple Award in recognition of someone from the Canadian comics community for achievements made outside of the creative and retail categories who had a positive impact on the community. The first recipient of the award was Burke himself, posthumously, and Deborah Jane Shelley. I don't Mm. know who she is. Um, Anyway, so... so Well, I don't know why you and Monkey Man haven't won that award for the podcast. We Ah, need to put you up for that. We need to put you up for that, sir. You know what? The Schuster Awards are pretty cool. They're... um, I, I, I shouldn't just put them down as being sort of part of Fan Expo because while there are some similar people, there are some of the same names on the uh, um, on the boards. Um, it, it is it is run somewhat separately. So um, and yeah, you know, kind of a big deal, uh, you know, mm-hmm. because because it, it you know, it is tough for a lot of uh a lot of folks in this country to to really get that kind of profile in um, 
in the in the American industry, and so it's kind of our own set of awards for them. Now, some of the notable uh, winners of of the award, um, you know, just uh, uh, that that are kind of Legion related. Um, we have uh, Stuart Eminen in 2010, who was given the Outstanding Artist Award in the Schuster's. Uh, mm-hmm. 2011, it was Francis Manipal for uh, Adventure Comics number six, which would have been uh, one of the ones that we covered. Because I was going to say yeah. best interview ever. Yes. <laughs> <Award>. <laughs> um, the Flash numbers one to six, as well as Superman Batman number seventy five. In 2012, mm-hmm. Stuart Eminem makes another uh, show for it, uh, for Fear itself. Um, our star, outstanding cartoonist we have, you know, going from like 2005. Now, this is not Legion related at all, but Darwin Cook. Uh, the following year, it was Brian Lee O'Malley for Scott Pilgrim. The year after that, it was Darwin Cook for The Spirit Number no. One. Uh, in 2008, it was Jeff Lemire for Essex County. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and Lemire would get it again five years later for Underwater. Five years later, see what it did there. Uh, that wasn't even intentional. In 2013, he got it for he got an outstanding cartoonist for Underwater Welder and Sweet Tooth. Um, and actually, he's doing a a, a signing uh, just uh, at the local at the local shop this Wednesday, which I should check mm. out. And if you are in the area, folks, uh, at the Dragon in Guelph, downtown uh, Guelph, in uh, on Quebec Street, uh, it will be actually. Uh, Jeff Lemire and Ray Fox uh, doing a signing. Um, outstanding writer, we've got guys like Ty Templeton, uh, Jay Torres, who of course did a lot of work on the um, uh, the the cartoon series, the Legion cartoon series. Um, mm. um, and uh, again, Darwin Cook for Superman Confidential. You know, we've got a lot. Anyway. It's just great <laughs> that these guys get some recognition because uh, Truth. Uh, there's some outstanding work being done, and and it would be nice that their own country could recognize them, and so that's what agreed. That's what they do with this. Um, some notable um, winners of the Harry Creamer uh, Retailer Award, Now and Then Books in Kitchener, which is kind of Dave Simmons' home store. Uh, Strange Adventures in Halifax, Nova Scotia, which is one of my favorite places to go in Halifax. I used to do uh, a book, a regular book fair there every year. And um, there was a, there was a a fantastic pub across the street that, that had a, a, you know, a a great reasonably priced steak dinner as well as a whole bunch of beers on tap. And next door to that was strange adventures, Mm. a fine, fine comic book store uh, where, where actually I bought uh, a lot of my early issues of the three boot. Ah, um, Big B Comics in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, got it. Legends Comics and Books in Victoria, British Columbia, and The Beguiling in Toronto, Ontario. They're the folks that put on the Toronto Comic Arts Festival TCAF at the Toronto Reference Library. Well worth checking out. And uh, ah, anyway. so that's what I got. But the TM uh, the TM Maple Award, as I say, goes to someone living or deceased selected from the Canadian comics community for achievements made outside the creative and retail categories who have had a positive impact on the com- on the uh, community. And uh, hmm, it looks like Deborah Jane Shelley actually passed in uh, in um, in 2014. I mm. yeah. 
I, I should look her up. Um, and Indeed. See what that's all about. Anyway, um, lots of cool stuff. Uh, Hall of Fame. Uh, they have a Hall of Fame award as well. And um, Ty Templeton being one of the more recent winners of that. Mm-hmm. Then that makes that completely deserved. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, yeah. Because, I mean, you know what? The thing about Ty, the thing a lot of people don't know about Ty Templeton is not only is he a great comic book writer and artist, and uh, we see a lot of cool stuff that he's done in, in recent years. In fact, uh, I was at the library with Ella during uh, March break this this past week, and one of the things I was looking at was the uh, uh, the book about, uh, about Bill Finger. And I talked about this a while back when we talked about the campaign to get uh the google doodle done for mm-hmm. bill finger and so there was a, a, a book that was that was written about bill finger talking about you know the impact he had on batman which is profound mm-hmm. um and um and uh, Ty actually did the illustrations for the book, and and uh, it, it's just fantastic. And of course, later that day, we went to see Lego Batman, and it was really nice to see Batman created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger. It's nice to see it. Would have been even uh-huh. nicer. It would have been even nicer if he'd been alive to see it. Just saying. Indeed, indeed, sir. Just saying. Anyway, um. See, look, look what happens when I look at a letters page and, and we fall I know. Down. We, we fall off on ye olde tangents. We, we fall down a goddamn rabbit hole. Um, yep. All right. So let's wrap, <laughs> let's wrap this up, shall we? Indeed. I think we've done enough damage here. Indeed. Indeed. It's, yeah. Oof. Look at us. Almost two hours. Yeah. All right. I know. Right? Everyone's going to go, what's going on? Seriously, comments as always are welcome. Legion of Substitute Podcast at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, you can head over to our webpage, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and we will head into the 20th century where we will figure out what the heck we're doing next. (laughs) And we will see you all next week. Caffeine Kid to the rescue!